Welcome back to Chad Cord. We've got a, a spicy episode for you today. <laughs> we actually did some pre-planning, unlike <laughs> <Let's> usual. <go. laughs> Hell yeah. And the reason we needed to do some uh, some pre-planning is because our topic is uh, so large. We're discussing the topic of video games today. A topic that we somehow haven't thought to talk about before, yeah. given that we're all gamers. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how. <laughs> it's part but of yeah, our identity. We might mainly communicate while <laughs> playing video games, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, and it's four of us today. It's uh, me, Ryan. I'm Cole. I'm Connor. And, as always, I am Isaac. So, uh, let's get started right away with the first thing that we came up. Uh, do you guys remember what your first video game was? Oh, my first video game was Wii Sports. Wow. Oh, that's that, sick. I feel... I mean, I'm not one to judge, but, uh... I, I got the Wii super late. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I got it pretty late. I got the Wii, like, right... Like, well, it, it came out in, what, 2007? I got the DS first. I got um I got the Wii in uh, 2009, I think. So I was like I was a couple years late to the party, but... Because um, my, my parents were, like, super, like, anti-video games as mm-hmm. what, like, when I was a kid. So gotcha. I, like... Uh, I was, 2006 I was... is when it came out. My dad was pro-video games. <laughs> Yeah, your dad is a pro gamer. Yeah, he is, he is, a, he, he is a, a, a pro gamer. My dad's I kind of a gamer as well. don't remember what my first video game was. And it was like some weird PC computer game at my preschool that was like pseudo-educational probably. Well, first video game that you remember then. That I remember is uh, Diamond and is Pokemon Diamond on the Nintendo DS. Wow. Yeah. I was uh I was more of a pearl guy myself, but that was nah, not even my forever. first Let's go. Pokemon game. <laughs> yeah, because pink is a girl color. Sorry. <laughs> Which at <laughs> so I have a funny story about uh getting diamond or getting Pokemon Pearl. Uh, I asked for it for my birthday when it came out, uh, and my grandma uh, gave me this present, and I unwrapped the present, and it was a box. For, like, cards. Because my grandma sends letters and cards to, like, literally everyone she knows, like, once a week. She's super nice and does that. <laughs> so she just has a lot of empty card boxes. Um, and so I open it, and this is card box. And I look at it, and I'm like, oh, thank you, grandma. It's cards. <laughs> and she's like, open open the box. <laughs> so I open it, and it's Pokemon Pearl. And I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> so much better than actual cards. But I was tactful for like a little like what probably like an eight year old or seven year old. <laughs> Isaac was a no nonsense child. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm sure, sure I'll probably find a use for these cards at some point, Grandma. <laughs> that's what that's what a lot of eight year olds I've I've heard are like. Yeah, I was I was trained to be very polite about gifts. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean you're getting it for free. It's yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. What Someone you, thought what about you. Have you to complain and about thought it. that you might like it. I nice hate with gifts. Why would anyone give me anything? Yeah, I'm not the biggest gift fan either. <laughs> Same. I mean, it, it depends on what. Like, some people just give me, like, graphic tees that I'll never wear. And I'm like, thanks. I wear every graphic tee. I wear exclusively graphic tees. <laughs> I wish I got graphic tees. Yeah. Like, this the, This is one of the only graphic tees. That, it's a Batman shirt. It's very faded. I've had it for, like, seven years. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure how it still fits. Like, I don't know, man. I, I've been wearing this thing since early middle um, school, but uh, it works. Yeah. Actually, okay, back to the 
back to gaming, my first video game was not Wii Sports. I, I don't actually remember what it was, <laughs> only that it was on uh, Game Post, like, like the, oh, the Flash dude, game website. Oh, yeah, it was Andcon for me, that's where I, I yeah. know my PC games. <laughs> uh, for me, my first video game, oof, probably Civilization Three. I have, like, really early memories of standing wow. on the chair behind my brother and watching him play for, like, hours at a time. Uh, and then, eventually, I would uh, I, I would you sit know, down and start to play. But I was, like, probably four at this point. It was definitely before I went to school. Uh, and that's how I learned how to read, by playing Civilization <laughs> Three. That's so hype, actually. Knowing you, that actually Mine, makes a lot of sense. <laughs> my first video game is much less, uh, I feel like, high class than the, the, <laughs> the games that you guys played. I mean, disregarding the Flash games. But uh, my first, like, console or whatever was the Game Boy Advance SP. It's the Game Boy that you could that had, like, the flip-up screen. And I had, I had the Pikachu Game Boy Advance. Fun fact. I was going. I, I was going. My parents were going to get that for us, but it was ten dollars more. Mm. So she was like, "No, you just get the silver Aww. one." And the <laughs> Pikachu one's worth so much money now. It's yeah. But uh, my first game was uh, Cars: The Movie, The Game. For... I played that game on Game Boy too. Dude, Yo. that game was actually kind of sick. <laughs> like, it was. It was a fun game, but uh, yeah, that. I remember being very bad at driving and getting very frustrated on like the first like the first world of levels that are pretty easy. But uh the driving mechanics in that game if memory serves were not the uh most realistic. Yeah, they definitely were. <laughs> <laughs> but I I just remember like the super there would be super sharp turns that you would have to make and it was more of like the reaction time of letting go of the button and you'd mm -hmm. like you just go off in a random angle and then, like, swerve <laughs> back and forth till you're back on the track. And then there were secret shortcuts where you would just, like, go off-road and there would just be a gap in the wall that you could go through. But that is the first game I remember. It is very likely that my first game or whatever was, like, Space Cadet Pinball on, like, a de uh, yeah, on, like, our like old that. Dell computer. Mm -hmm. And, like, Windows 98 or whatever it is. That doesn't really count. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, growing up, we were never really like, big computer gamers. We were all console people, uh, except for Civilization. That was the one exception. And, like, Treasure Math Storm and, like, all those, like, learning games. Those are uh, so classic. They are. They are. It's fun to go back sometimes and just play through them. Learn to fly. <laughs> yeah. We we went on cool math games the other day, and, man, that was a that was a blast from the past. Dude. Definitely. Uh, we played a duck race. Yeah, game. yeah. We speed run. We speed ran. Uh, duck life. <laughs> oh wait, duck life. The one, the one where you like feed, like feed the duck and then have for doing races. Oh man. Yeah. That mm -hmm. that takes me back. Where you do like a workout montage. <laughs> I remember playing a lot of tower defense games, like on um, flash games, like oh, like Penguin Tower Defense. Kingdom Rush was like the best one. Oh, I was trying to think of King Kingdom Rush's name the other day, and I just couldn't. It wouldn't yeah. come to me. There's a new one coming but out. Thank soon, you. I think. There is. Huh. Yeah, it's it's the number for the fifth one, I think. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of Bloons Tower Defense recently too. It's been it's been a fun time. I feel like like there's no human being that hasn't at some point like booted up Bloons Tower Defense and been like, yeah, this is sick. Like while they're like in class or something. <laughs> 
I mean, it's just so nice. Like, you don't have yeah, to think about it's it like, really. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's chill. It can just like, happen. Only a, only a mild amount of strategizing. Yeah. Too much and for me. If, I don't know if that's really even strategy. I mean, when you get to, like, this the, monkey looks the cool. super hard I will put stuff. monkey on board. <laughs> no, yeah, like, it, it's, like, the perfect amount of, of, of like, monkey strategy for my monkey. Ooga My play style for most video games is just, like, go shoot thing, run. That's why I'm, I, I'm really bad at, at things like League. Mm-hmm. Where like it requires actual strategy and patience Ugh. because like yeah like I'm I'm not a patient gamer I like my my whole my whole thing in in league is like the few times I played I get absolutely ass kicked because I like just rush in and try to kill everybody yeah <laughs> part of playing league helps to have like a shot a good shot caller on your team to tell you like what to, like what to do and stuff like that's how uh-huh. I kind of improved. I mean, you guys tried to teach me over the course of yeah. like two games, it's... and we 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 only played two games. One was the bot match that because there's so much the stuff happening. In the league. It's like there's so much to keep track yeah. of. Uh, yeah, I feel like my one of my major gripes with League is that uh, you just kind of have to know a lot before oh, yeah. you can yeah. really. Uh, start implementing any strategy there's a reason you have to reach like level yeah. 30 before you can do rank games and like level 30 is like not super easy to get it's like a lot of games because yeah. you have to like understand matchups and positioning and yeah. the flow of the game and objectives beyond just yeah how all the objectives the, the the, like timers and stuff kind of uh you yeah, have to understand like, you have to at least items, have a, a grip on 150 different yeah, characters I, I hate items Oh yeah, all the items, not to mention. Ugh, items. 140 yeah. million characters? That's too much. The brain can only remember <laughs> yeah, come three on, things. Just make more skins, you make more money that way anyway. Yeah. <laughs> What's your opinion on buying skins for games? Yeah, I never buy skins for games. People make fun of me, me when I play Fortnite because I'm just default skin, default dance. I've bought skins for games Same. before. What's Same funny for Minecraft, I'm always default that... skin. I, I get really tilted at games when you can buy things that aren't cosmetics, but if the game is, like, cosmetic only, basically, I just throw a shitload of money at it. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the worst. <laughs> I, I, like, I'll never buy a pack in Hearthstone, mm-hmm. but I'll buy an $80 set of skins for Valorant. Like, <laughs> Dude, that's ridiculous. I no, fucking I, soak honestly, the TF2 I kind of hate myself... It's, I basically paid it in two installments because during the beta, uh, the skin pack was only $50. And so I bought it then, assuming that they would re-release it when the game came out. Uh, and during the beta, they like refunded your money plus like 10-20% or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then like half a year after the game actually came out, they finally re-released the skin set. And I had been saving my money for this point. But then they added more skins to the skin set, raising the price to $80. And so I was like, wow, I really do have to spend more money to get the same goddamn thing. <laughs> and so then I just gave up and did it. I... <laughs> Don't you just love uh, free games? Yeah, yeah free. Free, games. free, but predatory on my skin yeah. buying habits. Dude, fucking gotcha games are like peak late stage capitalism. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
God. You have to pay for your wife. Yeah, dude, I, I, you fucking I pay only... for PNGs of of, of hot anime. Girls. I can only play gotcha games for like one month. As soon yeah. as I hit the end of a month, I'm like, okay, it is just way too hard to do anything anymore. I'm yeah. good. I'm chilling. <laughs> like, that was me with Genshin. I could have, like, played, because I didn't even, like, do most of the story. When you, you could have, because it was, like, engaging enough. I just kind of got bored of the game. I was like, I don't, yeah. don't want to do this. But I do that with other RPG games, too. So it's <laughs> not like that's too different. Yeah, I found that as as I've gotten older uh, and had less time to play video games, not that I don't really have a lot of time to play video games, because I kind of do play video games well, yeah, a lot. Yeah, but it's like, it, it's but a it's visible, different. like, point where you have to stop. Like Yeah, yeah. So as I've gotten to that point, uh, RPGs have become less and less fun, and I find myself going towards more and more bite-sized games, like Rocket League yeah, me, me or too. Yeah. Hearthstone. No, I think that's super like, true. Except mm-hmm. I did just beat, like, my first RPG, like, recently, basically in one sitting of 26 hours. See, I mean, if you can do, if you could, like, set aside yeah. a weekend and just be like, this is what I'm doing, yes. that's yeah. okay. No, uh, games like Red Dead Redemption 2 and uh like ghost of tsushima those are like soft rpgs where it's like there's like less freedom to do what you want but there's also like huge open world with like a lot of shit to do besides the main story that just kind of sucks you in but then after the main story ends you're just like well what now Mm -hmm. time to collect all of the animal skins To make the, the rare clothing items. I mean, in my day, I definitely have enjoyed a good RPG. Like, mm-hmm. I have hundreds of hours mm-hmm. on Skyrim and Fallout. I just or... don't Same. like grinding. I, the RPGs. thing is with RPGs That's for fair. me is that I need them to be small because I have big completionist brain, and if I don't get to do everything, <laughs> I'm not having fun. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I, used I to have try that too. It makes me a little bit stressed I'm trying to pick up Persona, and I've heard that game is like on a 100-hour game. <laughs> It is not even like a big on collectibles or anything. Yeah. The, the story's that big. A friend of mine gave me a, a hard copy of um, Persona Five for a PS4, like a year and a half ago. Still haven't played it because it's like it's. I've heard it's just it's such a big yeah. undertaking. I'm I'm gonna. I started Persona Four a little bit ago. I beat the uh, combat tutorial. Went to the like. There was like one combat. The combat after the first combat tutorial, I lost to. Even though it, like. <laughs> Because, like, it was hard. You had to do, like, specific things from the start that it, would, it wasn't clear on. Because I wanted to somewhat save my, like, magic points. And then it, like, booted me back to last save, which was behind, like, 30 minutes of cutscenes. So I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna stop playing now. <laughs> <laughs> and I might pick it up when summer games... starts. Oh, <laughs> uh, when I was a child... Games that are really hard just for the sake of being hard are, like, my, like... I don't think that that's that, I don't think that's what Persona Four them. is. It just because it's just turn-based RPG. Yeah, no, I just didn't. Yeah. yeah. When, when I was a child, I used to play Oblivion and forget to save every single time. So <laughs> I'd, I'd play the game for like four or five hours, die, and have never had never saved, and would go all the way back to that the very first part of the game where you create your character. And I'd, I, I can't, I can't play games without autosave yeah. features. <laughs> so uh, I actually have a funny story about Oblivion. Uh, it was one of the first, like, real RPGs I played, um, and so I, I put, like, a good number of hours into it, but I was, like, I didn't understand the point of it. I, I was, like, just going straight for, like, Capitalist Simulator, and I got to the big Imperial City, 
and I, I like I had heard that the Oblivion Crisis was like happening and stuff like that, and I was like, oh, I'll I'll deal with that when I'm a higher level. Uh, <laughs> so I just went around the city for like hours collecting the like items you can sell for five gold out of all of the barrels, <laughs> and just like going around to stores and selling and buying items in the city, and I never <laughs> left the city. <laughs> That's great. I remember when I played uh. Sonic Adventure 1 on my Dreamcast, uh, I, like, th- that game, uh, is very bad at telling you what to do. Like, there's this fairy that, like, gives you hints or whatever on what you're supposed to be doing, but when you're a small child, it is not clear. <laughs> so, I would just wander around the city for, like, hours upon hours at a time, just going to the same place that i visited like seven times already and being like yep there's nothing here (laughs) i am so bad at figuring out what to do in video games like i have been stuck on levels in like lego star wars before (laughs) like yeah you shouldn't be able to be stuck in lego star wars but i found a way to do it (laughs) that was my shit when i was a kid and let me tell you i probably put like at least 100 hours into it (laughs) yeah even on like my later playthroughs i was like uh, how do I complete, uh, episode three, level one, <laughs> which is the one where you just, like, fly the ships and shoot everything, mm-hmm. and there's no real objective. <laughs> yeah, you just have to kill everything, because that's the battle over Coruscant. That was the, the level that I would always replay to get, like, a shit ton of studs. Yeah, what, that's like, true. Like, when I wanted to buy a skin. It's the grindy <laughs> level. Because <laughs> you just shoot literally, like, it, it's best if you do it with another person. Like, I, me and my brother would always do that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we would, like, fight over, like, which side of the screen we were going to (laughs) shoot. I played played those games on GameCube, uh, so I had some fun couch co-op with my brother. My early games were a lot of turn-based RPGs, like Pokemon and Fossil Fighters. I fucking love Fossil Fighters. Fossil Fighters. (laughs) I've never heard of that. You, uh... But it sounds like a game I might want to play. It's like an older DS game. That had a new 3DS counterpart, which was kind of different. But you basically, like, find... There's, like, two parts. One where you're, like, out in the wilderness uh, with a scanner looking for fossils on the ground. Then you pick them up and you, like, mine out the fossils. And you get, like, different body parts. And then they turn into dinosaurs and use the dinosaurs to fight people. And it's it's fucking sick. (laughs) (laughs) It was the best game. Because... And it, it's part of the reason I'm, I'm, I was into dinosaurs as a kid because it's it's so cool. Dude, I was so into dinosaurs as a kid. Like you, you wouldn't even believe. Like I would just tell random strangers about dinosaurs. Like like if I was at like a funeral, for like my like like I remember I was at a funeral for my great great grandma. Um, I was like three or four, so I had no idea what was going on because I had met this woman like once, and uh. Like, I was, like, like my, my parents were, like, introducing me to, like, distant family members that I haven't seen since. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, they, 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 they were, like, still teaching me how to, like, introduce myself. And my, my, my like, go-to introduction was, Hi, I'm Cole. Do you know about Garials? <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds so much every like person you. Like, I, met. I, can, <laughs> yeah. I can so picture little you just being like, Hello! <laughs> Would you mind if I told you something? Hello. Do you know about the Therizinosaurus? It's the best dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, 
Gharials, if you don't know, are pretty fucking cool. They're they're a crocodilian that lives in Southeast Asia that has like a really like long narrow snout with like several hundred teeth, and it's pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it is pretty neat. I, I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, they are pretty neat. There's only one place where you can find all this neatness in one place, and that's nature. Yeah, that's the past. It's pretty neat. I can tell an aspen by the way it is. Yeah. And I make that to every per- person that I go on a hike on. Is go with hike on. Is your goal uh, to be the that's pretty neat guy? Is that your life goal? <laughs> Maybe like re- like retirement goal. Like I don't know about I don't know about career, but like I'll definitely do that when I'm retired. I'll like just I'll I'll, I'll like show up to like na- like nature reserves and like wait in the parking lot and be like, hey, you you want to go see some neat things? <laughs> I can show you the sights of this nature preserve. <laughs> I'll point out all of the interesting plants. I do that already. Yeah, I know you do. I've been on enough hikes to know that. And <laughs> I mean, I appreciate it. It's nice to know. Like, yeah, I will point out all of the invasive species that we see. That's true. You do. What's your favorite in- in- invasion? <laughs> Autumn olive. <laughs> My favorite invasive species. Yeah. Uh, kudzu, because it just consumes everything in its path, and I, I have a great respect for it. <laughs> My most valiant enemy. <laughs> you can't see this, but Cole literally just drew a katana. <laughs> <laughs> that very much caught me off guard. Like, I wasn't looking at Out of nowhere, Cole Until somehow has a katana. You fully had it out, and I was like, wait, how did, when did a katana get introduced into this situation? <laughs> I mean, we were he, talking about Kutsu, He's done that before. Which is Japanese. <laughs> wait, Cole's Japanese? No, Kudzu is Japanese. Pog, can you Kudzu. take me there? <laughs> so uh this is very very off topic but you know i we're not really on topic anyway uh the no. way that kudzu was introduced to the u.s is actually really interesting because uh it was during the depression and they were like miracle crop that you can just like put on ground and it'll grow feet per day you won't need to worry about like weeding it or doing any fertilizing it'll just grow and then you can cut it down and feed it to your livestock it's really cheap because it grows so fast and just like plant it and let it go they were not incorrect it was also a pretty good cure for the dust bowl mm-hmm. well not cure but like like it it like it was a good anti-erosion crop because it like you know just puts like feet upon feet of plant mass on top of your dirt that is eroding away mm-hmm. and protects it from the wind yeah, I mean, that that philosophy kind of backfired when people stopped caring about it uh, mm-hmm. and cutting it down and feeding it to their livestock because uh, and then it, it just yeah. eats the entire surroundings. Like, there mm-hmm. are no other plants. My favorite kind of invasive species are the ones that people introduce to take care of other invasive species and then it backfires. Because <laughs> <laughs> they just have a new invasive species. Like foxes in Australia. Yeah. It's like the, the old woman who swallowed a fly. Yeah. The way that people understand, or the way that how much we don't understand about environments and ecosystems is really interesting to me. Because, like, we have been in nature literally our entire existence. We just don't, we just don't get it. That's part of why I'm so interested in it. Is like, it's like everything is connected to everything else in every way. But we don't know which ways everything is connected to everything else because we just forget about it. And we like we live in society. <laughs> and that says a lot about society. We live in a society. 
that was a good transition to bring us back um, to our second topic. Why do we continue to play video games? I mean, we've we've covered our starts and our beginnings. It was fun as a kid, a lot of fun. But why do we continue to play? Fun now, maybe nostalgia. That's fair. Maybe maybe it's a distraction from society. Don't have anything else to do. I mean, it's I mean, especially in this day and age with the pandemic going on, Panorama. it's a good way to you know hang out with friends without actually being there. That yeah, yeah that sure. that's 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 a big part of it. Also, also they're fun. Yeah, I, I have a lot of fun with them, but for me, I'd say it's more a social thing, um, because I have a lot of friends who I do not live near, and so it's really nice to just be able to connect like that. Yeah, uh, it's like, more of a. There are people that I talk to literally every day who live hours away from me, and it's just nice to be able to do that, and it's nice to have some sort yeah. of thing to gather around, and a video game provides that very nicely. I, I think it's more of like a convenient social thing. Because yeah. for me, board games are a better, are like a better social thing, but they're not oh, nearly yeah, as sure. convenient. <laughs> yeah, things like D and D require a lot of planning. Yeah. Whereas with like, 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 let's say we just want to play Fortnite for an hour. Yeah. Uh, like you, like you just type at everyone in in the in Discord and against be like, hey, the super gamer question mark question mark. Yeah. <laughs> Fork knife. Fork knife. <laughs> My my personal reason for this, it's it's kind of dark, I guess, but uh, like initially it was like uh an escape from like whatever was going on in my household at the time, mm-hmm. and like you know epic lock the door gamer time moment, because I'd have my computer in my room, mm-hmm. and or I would be in the basement or something on or on the Xbox, but mm-hmm. uh. It first started as an escape, but I feel like nowadays, like, all I, the the majority of what I play is multiplayer games, or arcade style games, where, uh, like, the game basically plays off the own player's progression, like, Mm -hmm. where you can see yourself getting better, you're getting a bigger number each time you play the game, like, whatever, but I think it's because I derive a lot of self-worth from that, like... Mm. It, it makes me feel good about myself. Also, yet yeah, like, it, don't do this. Like, listeners, like, don't be like me. This, <laughs> this is, like, is a slippery uh, this slope. Is, this is awful. This is the worst. I but, mean, uh, you are the winner of games. Yeah, I am the winner of games. Kind of, but he, He's had that title for as long as I've known, <laughs> which is several years. But, like, I, you know, being better than other people at, like, multiplayer games or, like, being good at an arcade game, mm-hmm. it's, like, I don't know. It feels good. From and when I've known you, winner of games extended to non-video game games too. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm I'm good at yeah. non-video game games as well. I just really like games. Like <laughs> I like being good at games. Although you're not the Fleet Commander World Champion. Yeah, and you know if we ever have a, a another tournament for that, I uh, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna come back with a vengeance. <laughs> Should we explain <laughs> Fleet Commander? <laughs> <laughs> Fleet Commander is this game that uh. My roommate Hunter developed when we were in like high school, and uh, it, it's basically a strategy game where you have you choose a fleet of ships, and then you can uh, you s- everybody sets a path for their ships, and then uh, you you press like a play button, and the game plays for a certain amount of time. And depending on the path of your ships, like it will shoot at other players' ships or yeah. whatnot. And uh, mm-hmm. I I lost 
Did I? I think it it ended up being a one v one being versus me and Nick, right? At the end. I think so. And then I lost it. Yeah, yeah I, I tried the strategy of hiding, uh, but you guys weren't having that. Yeah. <laughs> and Matter had a lot of potential. There was a lot of yeah, cool stuff was, you could that, do with it. That is actually like a very fun game. Yeah. We should definitely get together and play that game sometime. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a, a lot of it is because like into one person's computer and play it. All. Yeah, because yeah. we never Hunter figured out how to, to make it to like get on the net code. Yeah, okay, we never figured out how to make it online. In, in Unity is, is so awful. hard. It's yeah. so ridiculous. I tried and I failed because <laughs> 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 initially we tried to make like an FPS game, hmm. and I tried to work on some net code stuff, but. You know, some things work, some things definitely didn't work. <laughs> you know, most things didn't work. But, uh, you know, you live and you learn. <laughs> but, uh, Connor, what is your current Tetris rank? My current in, Tetris rank? In, in PPT. PPT. Oh. Or whichever whichever game you play the most often, I guess. I don't know. I My Tetris rank has been all over the place. Like, I've been <laughs> second in Michigan in Puyo Puyo Tetris 1. I've I've been top 1,000 in Tetrio for the world, which I assume is number Damn. one in Michigan because I don't know who else <laughs> is, is <laughs> up there. Uh, I haven't played much Puyo Puyo Tetris 2, sadly. But uh, I don't know. I, I was okay at that game for a while, and then I stopped playing it, and I'm not as good anymore. But it's still one mm-hmm. of my favorite games of all time. Mm-hmm. So uh, to put that into perspective... I'm not, like, bad at Tetris. I'm okay at it. Uh, and I'm ranked, I think, like, 12,000 in the world right now. I only casually play Tetris. Like, if I'm, like, waiting in line, I'll, like, pull up Tetris on my phone and play. But I yeah. have also like, won... Th- it, it's more of a boredom game. I've also won $350 from Tetris tournaments. So. Yeah, so he's a pro Tetris player. So I'm a pro gamer. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I am, like, the opposite of Connor, because I don't think I am good at... I, I, I cannot think of a video game I'm good at, and I, I just play them, like, for fun, purely, and just... I'm... I used to be, like... Much the same. Years ago, I used to be, like, unreasonably good at, like, FPS shooters like Call of Duty on the PS4. I don't even know why. Like, I just started out really good, and then my skill level slowly decreased, <laughs> and I'm, like, mediocre now. Like, but, like the, the, the literally the first time I ever played Call of Duty, and I was at, like... I went over to a friend's house because I wasn't allowed to play it at home, and uh, I, I I played it like online, in like probably what in hindsight was probably a bot server, but um, I got like a seventy-five kill streak. Damn, the first time I ever played it. Wow. Sheesh. Yeah. <laughs> Getting dropping a nuke, immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can't. You, there's nowhere to go from there except for down. Yeah, like I I, I, I peaked in fourth grade. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have the the curse of being above slightly above average in every game, but not really good at any of them except for Forza Horizon. Same. I'm actually good at those games. I'm garbage at every driving game except Mario Kart. I can hold my own <laughs> yeah. Mario Kart. I, I I can drive. My uh the friend who gave me Persona 5 used to play Mario Kart for money hmm. and uh he and I would like go to his house after after school senior year and just play mario kart and he beat me almost every time but i managed to beat him a few times it was uh he he had like the modded version of mario kart wii that um like unlocked all like like the stages from other mario kart games Mm -hmm. 
and also like lets you customize the music. So he had like all kinds of like persona music on his Mario Kart. <laughs> we had like you like you'll never see it coming. Wait, no, no. Uh, uh, that what's song's the name? actually called "Last Surprise." Last surprise. Yeah. Last surprise on uh, Bowser's Castle. <laughs> nice. That that's a good mashup. The persona yeah. music is just so good. It it's is really so good. good. It is. Gosh, I love video game soundtracks. There's so many really good ones. Mm-hmm. Hollow Knight and Honestly, New yeah, like, it's it's like really underrated. It's an underrated genre of music. <laughs> like my workout music, for the few times that I work out, I just listened. I just shuffled the Doom Eternal soundtrack. Yeah, that is some good. I, I love music. the Doom soundtracks. Like that is such an amazing series of games. Like even the older ones are like kind of genre defining. Oh yeah, oh, for it's sure. Extreme. The first one were like is, the yeah. first real shooters. Yeah, like. It, it's like I, I I went back and played like the original Doom, and it was it, it was like very simple, but it was really fun. Like well, Contra. As, you know, I mean, as with as with most old games like that, but it was it was good, and, and and now we have shit like Doom Eternal, which I have played probably like eighty hours of, and I'm not good at it. <laughs> like I still I, I play on medium difficulty because I, I I can't handle like the nightmare or ultra violence. Because, I mean, but it's, like, it, it just feels good to, like, to, like, be the boss in the game. Like, <laughs> like it, it's one of the few games where, like, the protagonist has boss music. Mm-hmm. It definitely feels good to be, like, that that larger-than-life character. Mm-hmm. Like, because yeah. if video games are an escape, that is definitely a place I want to escape to. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell. It's, it's, it's really <laughs> fucking intense, though, because, like, I, I, like, sometimes I'll be playing for, like, an hour straight. And then, like, if I, like, come to, like, a break in the combat where I can just, like, breathe and it's time to do some platforming, I'll just, like, like stop to drink some water and then I'll, I'll realize that I haven't blinked in, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll still, like, start, like, my eyes will start watering because, like, I just, like, like, my range is like, shit, I forgot. So, I mean, this is, like, like a really good natural segue to topic number three, favorite video game genres. Oh, I was just uh, about to think mention genres. Uh, hey! Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> nice. I'll, just, I'll save mine because I have a lot to talk about. <laughs> One of my favorites is roguelikes. Roguelikes are really fun. True. Like Risk of Rain Two, Slay the Spire, Hades. The uh, One Step from those, Eden. I haven't gotten uh, I've played all of those. They're all like completely different games, yet just like the roguelike format is just really fun. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, just for like... our listeners, define a roguelike, Ryan. Oh, okay. A, a roguelike, I prefer roguelites, which are uh, slightly different. It They're, they're games where you... It's they're usually like randomly generated levels, and once you die, you go back to the start. And then you just like keep going along like a randomly ge- generated path until you die... And then you have to like restart back from the start at, at like a random generative thing, and rogue lights with a T are games where you progress as like the, the the deeper you go, like the like the more you play, you get more abilities that affect your future runs. Actual roguelikes don't have that, and it's like the same every time, or like maybe like slightly different, but yeah. So roguelikes have kind of, or so roguelite roguelites have kind of like a new game plus kind new of game there's plus more progression to them. Yeah, there's some progression to them, like in and some okay. of them I... have like stories and whatnot that yeah. you uncover as you like 
keep getting further. Whisk of Rain is, like, kind of a roguelike, but it doesn't, like, give you inherent benefits to future ones. It just gives you other options. It just unlocks mm-hmm. other options that aren't necessarily better. Probably the most popular example of the genre is The Binding of Isaac. Binding of <laughs> Isaac, yeah. Thoughts, Isaac? Um, you know... <laughs> It's cool to get the name out there, I guess. Thoughts Thoughts on binding? It's (laughs) re-advertising. Isaac likes binding. But I have never, I have never killed, I've never killed demons with my, with my tears before. Uh, not, not necessarily that powerful of a crier, I guess. I know we were just talking about it, but one of my favorite genres is probably just like hack and slash, or. Yeah, hack and slash, because like it's just it's just it's just good. Like <laughs> it's it's it's, good it's like one of the like my top stress relievers. Like if I had like a bad shift, and I get home at like midnight, because uh, like we had a lot of customers, then I'll I'll just come home, take a shower, and then turn on Doom Eternal, and then just like go. And it, I I don't know what it is. It's just, it's just like it 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 feels good to feel like a god, you know? It does. It does. What are some other games that make you feel like that? Um, I feel like some of the roguelikes, if you're like late into a, like a level or something, oh, yeah. you have just you like tons of items that. and upgrades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get that feeling of you're so powerful that nothing can stop you yeah. in roguelikes. Well, but also that you could die at any second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there is no in between when you're when you're deep into a run. You're like, man, nothing oh, yeah. can kill me, and then you're just dead. Yeah. <laughs> there is no in between. What? Like one little mistake, you get cornered. And then you're just or like, you just well, this is accidentally get hit by one powerful shot or something. <laughs> yeah, you're just, well, well, yeah. I guess that's the end of that. That can happen in Call Risk of Rain zombies. does that a lot. Yes, that's true. A lot, Hades is a lot more like you could die at any second. Mm-hmm. Oh, kind of. Doom Eternal is is like really different though, uh, like in terms of shooters because it's like you like rule number one is never stop moving, mm-hmm. or else you will easily get overrun. And that's like it, it's it, it kind of like it's it's different from most shooters because like things like Call of Duty, you you know like hide behind cover, shoot from shooting people, um, and then reload. Doom Eternal is different because like you have hypothetically infinite ammo uh, if you like chainsaw enemies, but um, you also have to shoot everyone while you're doing parkour, or else they'll kill you, uh, which is really fun because it's like like it it's like you, you have to think a lot more about like the map layout and like which enemies are where uh which enemies are like the going to be the biggest struggle to take care of and like you have to manage your resources yeah i i definitely prefer that kind of run and gun gameplay to like strategic shooters mm-hmm. like valorant is not very fun for me csgo take it or leave it <laughs> rainbow six yeah. no thank you i don't like <laughs> shooters either, either i i don't know i played I, I i tried to get into rainbow like a few months ago it, it it's fun for what it is, but there's so much smurfing and like there's like there's so much competition already ingrained, mm-hmm. and people are so good at it that I just can't have fun. Yeah, with I just feel many traps into. I'm not I really just feel like I'm really game. bad whenever I play any of those games because I'm like, man, mm-hmm. I'm not getting a positive KD. That must mean I suck, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> I, I I I played for like two months, probably got like 50 hours in the game. I think I, I, I must have had less than 50 total kills the entire time I played. Yeah, it's just slower paced and more thinky. I definitely prefer uh-huh. Call of Duty where I can just run in and die immediately. And then get right <laughs> yeah. back up. Or like Doom where I can just run in and just kill everything. It's a lot of fun. 
Yeah. Cole, what is your uh, what is your opinion on Doom 2016 versus Doom Eternal? Because personally, I think Doom Eternal is a way better game, but I see a lot of people complain that it's too hard compared to 2016. So 2016 is definitely fun. Um, like it, 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 like the whole point of that game, like it was originally going to be just Doom 4, yeah. but then like the developers were just like, no, we're just going to redefine the game. Um, which they did. They did a good job of it. Yeah, the, um, like the alpha like footage they, they or definitely... whatever for Doom 2016 is so goofy looking. <laughs> <laughs> it they 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 did a really good job with it because like that's how they started implementing like the like the really fast paced game where you have to keep moving and stuff like that. But um, Doom Eternal just takes that up like three notches, um, and people are like, "Oh, it's too hard. I'm a pussy." <laughs> I, I like that quote. And they, they, <laughs> so if you guys know what the Marauder is in Doom, Doom Eternal, it's like like one of the boss enemies. Um, it, it kind of breaks the rules of most enemies in the game, where it has a shield that it can bring up in a split second, so you can't just shoot it. Um, it has like a close range shotgun attack, so if you stand too close, it just shoots you. If you're too far away, it has a, like a projectile thing that'll throw at you that you can't block, so you have to dodge it. And if you're like in the in the middle of that, it'll just lunge at you and like melee attack you. Um, and it also spawns a dog when you shoot at it. Um, so it's like it, it really like disrupts the level. And that like when the when the game first came out, people were really pissed about it because like oh too hard, enemy bad, and then they just like cried about it. But I, I I think that's like the best like it was one of the best enemies in the game in my opinion because it's like it makes you stop and like think like it it, it makes you stop everything you're doing to take care of this one enemy or else you're gonna die, or you just leave it till the end and kill everything else while avoiding it. Mm-hmm. And it, it is, there's also a lot of, like, fun ways that people came up with to, like, take care of it. Uh, like, a lot of combos. Yeah, the, what is it? I forgot the names of the weapons, but, like, the rail gun and, like, shotgun where you switch oh, yeah, back the, and forth the, yeah, and but keep him in su- stun. Yeah, super shotgun and ballista. <laughs> P- P- okay, so quick switching is such, like, it, it's like a really advanced mechanic that people came up with that I'm not sure was originally intended by the developers, but uh, it, it became really popular because it's, like, like when you switch to a different weapon, it cancels the reload animation for the first weapon that you're on. Mm-hmm. So if you like switch between like the shotgun and the ballista, which are both slow firing, then you can like switch between them and just like absolutely melt enemies because you're just like dealing out such high like high damage with both weapons. Like you can cut the fire rate of both of them in half by just using both weapons. I think that's a that's a pretty yeah, common. It's, it's thing really hard. Most, like uh, most kind of arena shooter e kind of games yeah i I don't know i hesitate to say that doom is an arena shooter though it is it absolutely is okay i i I know arena shooters i was gonna bring up arena shooters like it's like well it's like single player though so it's kind of like a like a hack and slash ish yeah it's in my mind it's it's more like a hack and slash than an arena shooter but yeah Mm -hmm. hack and slash with like arena shooter like kind of mechanics yeah, it's kind of sits in the in the weird middle ground between the two. The hack and slash component definitely comes mostly from just like the the ridiculous gory like gimmicky animations that you can finish off enemies with, and that's like one of my favorite parts about it. Like you just the, uh, the my my favorite one like is for like like the the like the, like the like the fodder enemies like the little grunts. 
where you like you shoot them once and then they go into like the glory kill state and then you glory kill them and you just like bonk them on the head and their their head goes into their body. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's fun. almost like a Mortal Kombat fatality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Except you get one like every two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> like there's enemies where you can like literally rip their spine out of their body. Yeah. Oh. That reminds me of I don't know if like that specifically. But Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon was one of my favorite games in middle school. (laughs) What a classic. I feel like that's the the best satirical game of all time. so good. Because the game is actually extremely fun to play. It's it's super funny the whole time. It's super fun. Super funny the whole time because you're like... Like, it's it's doing every 80s movie trope, like, every 80s action movie trope at the same time. Like, you're, like, half man, all half robot, all cyber commando. <laughs> <laughs> then he just fucking, like, sh- shows up saying one-liners, sh- shooting explosive sniper rounds, destroying helicopters. <laughs> it's so fun in that game. Yeah. And... You also, like, take down, like, giant laser-shooting dragons. (laughs) Far Cry and Just Cause are two series that are, like, a special kind of fun. Yeah. (laughs) Because they're just, like, so off the rails. Uh Yeah. Like, the the plot is very loose most of the time. Yeah. But you don't need the plot to have fun. No. No, you can just go around and destroy, like, helicopters and buildings Mm -hmm. and... I think my my favorite installment of the Far Cry series is the fourth one. I really liked Far Cry 4. Uh... That that one actually had kind of like a like it had it had some good main characters like Pagan Min was actually like kind of engaging but he was mostly there for comic relief to be honest yeah <laughs> which he did a good job of uh the combat was also really fun and then um there's also that whole it, weird like uh drug trip side oh, yeah. quest <laughs> series <laughs> you just take heroin and shoot everything yeah <laughs> that was really fun. I don't know. I I think after Far Cry Four, though, the series kind of devolved, in my opinion. You don't like Primal or Five? I think Primal's I fun because it's different, but Five I wasn't a big fan of because it's just like a carbon copy of Four. Like it's it's basically just like Far Cry Four except in Hickville. Well, I mean, the industry definitely uh, definitely makes that a valid strategy. Just like releasing the same game over and over again in a different place or with, like with slightly different look. Because, like, there's so many successful franchises that just do that. Yeah. Every sports game. <laughs> most shooters. Yeah. Call of Duty 12. Yeah. Isaac, okay. what is your favorite video game genres? Yeah, I know you wanted to go last, so I'll go next. <laughs> um, unfortunately for me, my favorite uh, video game genre is racing games. And this oh. is unfortunate, because no one plays racing games! <laughs> I play Trackmania every single day. Okay, hit me up sometime when you're playing Trackmania. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, specifically, my favorite racing game is Forza, the Forza Horizon series. Uh, collectively, I have well over a thousand hours in those games. Uh, I, just, I just really like them. It's so nice to just... I, I like driving in real life. So to be able to drive in fake life with no rules, could just like yeah. cruise around some exotic destination in some car that I'll never be able to afford, it's really nice. <laughs> Listen to whatever music I feel like. I can beat people at races. It's like the only game that I'm actually good at. <laughs> Is there any time where there's a better alternative 
than to Eurobeat when you're playing a racing game? <laughs> uh, all of the time. It's always classical music. <laughs> <laughs> that ca- Dude, classical music really gets you going, really gets you... Uh... <laughs> racing games are really fun at, like, arcades, when it's, like, an arcade racing machine. Those are so cool. Like, I did get to try the initial ca- D racing game. Do the initial D racing game. I love that one. <laughs> Even though it's not that great of mechanics, but it just yeah, has initial D It doesn't music. have to be. None of, those, none of the arcade yeah. racing games are, like, stellar. Oh, F Zero though. F Zero was really like, fun. Oh, if yeah, you're, like F-Zero's in the machine. Arcade racing games the... are just some of the OG games. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, like that was one of the first genres of game. Yeah, and so it it just it just it just kind of held on. I really like that. Like, there's one like F Zero machine I went on where it's like a like a full car thing you go into and it like it it, it it's like yeah. a roller coaster thing. <laughs> it was really fun. Mm-hmm. I uh I really have gotten into Trackmania like maybe a month or two ago. Uh, because I really like the idea of, like, the super goofy and crazy tracks there are that you race on. Tracks. Like, it, it kind of ruins regular racing games. Because, like, in track, at least for me, because in track mania, like, that, like, it's a lot about figuring out how to, like, manage, like, these really wild turns. Or, like, mm-hmm. how to, like get your car going the perfect angle and how to keep your speed through these sections and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And well, I, I, mean, I personally just find that really fun. A lot of the, like, simulation driving games, it's a lot more technical than that. Because, like, oh, yeah. Trackmania is a really, really good arcade racer, but if you're playing a simulation racing game, I, something that I enjoy about them is the, like, minute differences between cars and setups for cars and, like, yeah, that that is true. That's a bit overwhelming for me. <laughs> yeah, I I really like to get ingrained in those nitty gritty details. And then like, uh, one of the something that I've spent hours of my life on is uh, racing the Goliath in Forza Horizon Three, which is the longest race, which goes all the way around the continent of Australia. Um, <laughs> and the world record time for this race, if I remember correctly, is like seven minutes and fifty eight seconds. My best time was 8 minutes and 14 seconds. So nice. I'm like, I'm doing okay on as far as that goes. And like, mm-hmm. it's just really nice to see that progression and like tweak something and be like, hey, that shaved like 5 tenths of a second off my Goliath time. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> what about like speed running? Have, have I've never heard something that running. I, I, I respect speedrunners, but too. it's something that I don't think I could ever do because yeah. I don't have that kind of attention to detail. Me, me neither. I, I've speedrun two or three games. You were speedrun <laughs> uh, Hunter's Racing Game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Hunter's Racing Game is basically just track mania. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I've speedrun Antichamber, a game called Refunct. Those are the main two. I tried speedrunning Half-Life 1. I didn't get too, too far into it, but like I would practice the first couple of levels quite a bit. I've never played any of the Half-Life games. Me neither. Although I, I, I have heard all the jokes about Half-Life 3. Yeah. Yeah, I'm well yeah, aware. I've played them games either. I, I mean, I feel like I would probably like them, but I just haven't gotten around to it. I, I yeah. really like speedrunning slash the idea of speedrunning. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool and how it applies to every single game in existence pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's no game that doesn't have a leaderboard... And if you have a game that you that doesn't have a leaderboard, you should just make it. Like you mean a speedrunning leaderboard? Yeah. Fortnite. 
I'm yeah, sure how do I no feed? Fortnite. How do I speed run Fortnite? How oh, do I well, speed there, run there, Call of Duty pubs? There's a single player. <laughs> I want to see if there's a speed run category for Fortnite. I know sure there's a speed run category for a league where you have to lose against bots the fastest. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's impressive because like yeah. doing nothing doesn't help you. you yeah, it's not doing nothing. Feed. You have to like mess with their moon waves to like crash yeah. into towers and stuff, and it's it's weird. It looks like there is a. Uh... Fortnite leaderboards for certain creative maps. Mm. One of my 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 favorite speedrunner like speedrunning things that happened was uh, Mr. Krabs overdoses on ketamine and dies. <laughs> that was yes. such a funny. Game. Yeah. <laughs> that game is just hilarious. And like, then there's a cool flip at the end. They, like glitched through the wall mm-hmm. and just like got the world record for like a day. That was like that was so that was just great. <laughs> yeah. I loved that. Some of my favorite games are the games like that where it's just so bad intentionally <laughs> but it's just a lot of fun yeah like uh oh. gang beasts is another good example gang of that beast. which is more oh, i mean it's more of a party class. game but like super mario 64 but he has a gun <laughs> <laughs> which has a pretty great speed running community quap yeah quap wow quap. that brings what me back difficult game What's as a game mario kart Honestly, do you, do you have a Switch? What? Do you yeah. have a Switch? Yeah, and I have Mario Kart. We should play Mario Kart sometime. We should. That would be fun. I, I wish yeah. I had Mario Kart on my Switch. I had it on the Wii U. And it's like Smash. the same game, I like yeah. didn't want to buy it again. Yeah. So, I, I never got Mario Kart for my Switch. I also have it on the Wii U. Yeah. That's why I've I won't buy uh, Skyrim. That's why I won't buy Skyrim on my PC. Yeah. What is the game Skyrim you guys twice. have the most hours in? Mine's Counter Strike, but I regret all of it. <laughs> Mine's TF2. TF2. Yeah, it's a thousand or more. I I probably have at least like three hundred hours in Portal Two. Portal Two is a fun game. You like, there's I, other games you have more than three hundred hours though. In the... well, let's see. Let's look at this. Well, you you. Mainly, but a console see. gamer though. So yeah, I'm, I'm mostly can, a console gamer. But I can um, look at your Steam, but that's not going to tell the, tell me the full story. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, def- the game that I have the most uh, most hours in is definitely Destiny One. Uh, I have, I think, last time I checked, like 1,400 hours in that game. Mm. Okay, so uh, my so from from most to least. Uh, I have Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, 221 hours on Steam. Portal 2, 97 hours. Doom Eternal, 87. Stardew Valley, 78. Ancestors of the Humankind Odyssey, 32. And then it just goes down from there. I definitely have my most amount of hours in various FPS games. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of like my genre of game that I just like get on and play. Like, yeah. I don't I, I used to be like that, but I just kind of stopped liking FPSs. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I'm fine with, sit, like, single-player ones. Like, Borderlands is really fun. But, I don't know. I, I get tired of multiplayer ones really fast. Same. I mean, it, I, I, I get that, because it's, like, the same game over and over. Kinda. Like, I'm, just, I'm, but... I'm just not good at them. I'm suck yeah. at aiming. <laughs> Speaking yeah, of I... so genres that I like, uh, I, I'll... My, uh... I'll name my top three, like, genres of all time. Uh, number one, I think, definitely has to be rhythm games. 
I've, I've, uh, ever since I got Guitar Hero 3 on the Wii when I was a child, and in, like, 2007, 2008, uh, I don't know, I, I've been kind of hooked ever since. Like, when I played Guitar Hero 3, I played through the game, you know, once on easy, once on medium, once on hard, and then when I was a child, I got, like, half... A little bit over halfway through expert and then years later i came back and i was like you know what i never beat this game i should get good at it again and beat it <laughs> and so i mm. eventually you know got good at the game again finally like got over the first hurdle that i encountered when i was a child then hit another hurdle and then trained really hard again and then uh eventually beat guitar hero 3 on expert and that was a pretty big moment for me, because that kind of solidified me being addicted to rhythm games ever since. Because I'd play, uh, like, Step Mania, which is a DDR simulator for a uh, computer that, you know, mostly gets played with a keyboard. Some people buy, like, real DDR pads and whatever to play Do the you, game. You have a DDR pad. Yeah, I was, I was gonna get there. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I... I I, I eventually you're, did you're like, end up some getting... people. I'm like Connor. That's that's literally that, you. That is me. <laughs> yeah, I I have gotten the point in my life where I have definitely spent multiple hundreds of dollars on various rhythm game controllers. Uh, I think uh my favorite rhythm game of all time is now Beat Mania 2DX, which is an arcade rhythm game from Japan that is notoriously difficult, where you have a uh, seven buttons and like a turntable to do like record scratches on oh yeah and uh yeah i i love that game to death and i definitely spent multiple hundreds of dollars on the controller because it's like cool and has rgb lights and stuff but (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah rhythm games definitely have a very special part of my life Mm -hmm. and i i've I it is my goal to play every single rhythm game ever and be good at every single one ever, even though that's not gonna happen. As long as I've known some of Connor's, them are hard. He's always amazed me with his rhythm game skills. Like watch yeah. him play like Osu or something on the laptop. How many hours do you have in Osu? How many hours do I have in Osu? I think it's only like not that many. Two hundred or three hundred. Oh. Yeah. What? I got pretty good pretty quickly. It's many fewer than you would think because uh Connor's just like the winner of games. I thought I see, yeah. I see you playing it. I, you, it I used to see you playing it a lot, though. Uh, I did in like uh, high school. At the start, like throughout high school, I played it, starting out like a lot, and then it gradually decreased to the point where I stopped playing it and just moved on to another rhythm game, because uh, rhythm games they usually don't take me super long to get like good at them because the a lot of the skills translate between. A lot of mm-hmm. them, especially random like VSRGs, which stands for Vertical Scrolling Rhythm Game, yeah. which is you know Rock any band, rhythm game that has no hero. falling from like top of, of the screen to the bottom or bottom to top. Piano tiles. <laughs> <laughs> I every time I see the piano tiles arcade machine in the arcade, I have to get the the first place score on it. It is <laughs> it is a curse, <laughs> but uh. Yeah, I I generally just love 
rhythm games with all of my heart. Something about just, like, sitting down and just, like, turning your brain... Like, when you, you play rhythm games, you don't really use your brain. You kind of turn it off and just, mm-hmm. like, autopilot. And yeah. it's a, I, personally, I think it's a good feeling because you're doing something so cool with so little effort. Yeah, I definitely had, like, the exact same experience as you with uh, with Rock Band instead of Guitar Hero. Yeah. A plebeian. Uh, well, technically, Rock Band's a harder game, so... Really, because I have... I am one of four children in my family, and you can play with four people in Rock Band. Yeah. At the same time. Rock uh, Band, I think, is, like, maybe the best party game of all time. Oh, it's, it's amazing. so much fun, man. It's really fun. I own, like, every Rock Band. Every good one. Anyway. I don't, but I always played it at my neighbor's place. Mm-hmm. Who is, by the way, now mowing the lawn for some reason, even though the grass isn't growing yet? <laughs> the grass is it, definitely it is. growing now. It is. My lawn needs to be mowed. Yeah. Uh, mine has grown maybe a centimeter. Hmm. M- mine has grown, grown a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, uh, my parents think that it's very important to uh, keep up our lawn. So it's such got... bullshit. It is. Okay, I am passionate about why we should get rid of our lawns. <laughs> I am too. It, As a person who has for many crop. years made a good amount of money mowing people's lawns, I think lawns are stupid. I've yeah. been enslaved Big to facts. that. I don't get any money Wait, for that. Wait, but then what, what would you have with I, 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 I mow my lawn and my... I, I mow my lawn and my grandparents' lawn. And if, if you guys have seen... I know, I know I, at least Isaac has seen my grandparents' lawn. It it's is a big lawn. It's a big it is, they, they have like 30 acres of property. Yeah. Not including their cornfield. Uh, yeah, no. It, it's like grass is such a useless crop. It we can't eat it. It doesn't look that good. It it we use a lot of waste a lot of water on it. Waste a lot of gasoline on it. Mm-hmm. And for what? Like so, it's just wasted space. So your house can have something in front of it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, what I'm saying is, what would you have to replace the lawn? A garden. Yeah, like that's the, like that's your homeowners work. association. I have a garden. I still have to mow my lawn. Prairie, like prairie. Yeah, plant some wild grasses there that actually are native to where we live. Okay, I can talk a lot about there's that problems with that. <laughs> Those Kentucky, can, can, that, that there are no like, problems with that. Not. Ryan, really bad over Kentucky, oh, like oh, oh, overgrowth problems with that. <laughs> not, I mean, Kentucky not if you don't care. <laughs> can cut, okay, I guess Kentucky not if you don't care. Has roots that go down maybe two inches. Two inches is generous for 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 bluegrass. Uh, let, let's talk about switchgrass, shall we? Yeah, but if you leave it there, like other stuff is going to grow too. Ten to fifteen feet on healthy soil. Ten to fifteen feet. That is so good. Yeah. Like, and that better. like, and that that also captures a lot of carbon out of the the atmosphere. That like like when the plant dies in the winter, it it, it doesn't just come back from the same. Well, no, it does come back from the same roots. But when the plant dies. Those roots die, and they stay in the ground 15 feet down. They leave all the fucking nutrients in the soil, and then all the, like, the, the new grass sucks that up, puts it back in the ground, keeps the cycle going, and it prevents erosion for 15 feet. That, that's why the Dust Bowl happened, because people tore down, like, people burned down the prairies, and, like, all, like all that grass wasn't there to hold the soil in place and they replaced it with corn and wheat which have a root that go about two to three inches yep ah. like so in circa 1800 most of oklahoma had 20 to 25 feet of topsoil most places nowadays have like maybe two feet if if that and that's in like healthy soil nowadays 
which is like super a lot of soil. That probably that that must that took millions and millions of years to generate, and it it takes, I think, a thousand years to generate one inch of topsoil. Nowadays. Make America prairie again. Mm-hmm. Reject your homeowners association. Grow Would corn you? on your <laughs> lawn. To quickly okay. uh, divert back to... Yeah, Anna. Connor, we kind of <laughs> cut you off with the grass rant. Grass rant over. <laughs> no, okay. That's fine. Uh, this grass rant is not over. No, second, it is. <laughs> the second... My second favorite genre probably has to be arena FPS games. So that pertains to, like, Quake 3, Quake Live, the recent Diabotical, Unreal Tournament, games of that such. Because... Uh, First of all, just moving around in all of those games just is a blessing. It's so much fun to literally just move your character around. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, you can practically play the maps like they're a skate park. It, it's it's just so much fun. Well, and you uh, always have to be moving. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, second of all, uh, there's usually a common theme of like using just like a massive variety of different weapons and whatnot, and being able to switch between them and using them in the right situations. I think that's so much fun. I also love that uh, Arena FPS games basically have the only good FPS 1v1 system that's, like, ever been made, but it's also perfected so much that it's, like, I think one of the best things. Like, it, it definitely shows, like, how much skill a player has or whatever when they're good at an arena mm-hmm. FPS, like, 1v1. Mm-hmm. And the skills required to play those games, I think, personally just makes it so much fun for me. And then, uh, that's, that's mostly all I have to say about arena FPS games. <laughs> I just think they're just, like, the, the optimal FPS game mm-hmm. for, like, if you want skill-based gameplay. Yeah. You should, hey, hey, have you have you played Doom Eternal? Oh yeah, I've beaten the game. Oh on Nightmare. yeah, it's 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 great. Oh, a nightmare. Oh shit, you're better than me. Yeah, yeah. But Connor, I shouldn't be surprised about that. What I'm getting you're from this, Connor, games. is that you really uh, just like games with very high skill ceilings. <laughs> I do. Wait, Connor, I what do. if I want to play a gimmicky FPS game? A gimmicky FPS game? Why? Why couldn't you? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they're still fun. <laughs> like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with them. I'm just arena FPS game. I want to have no by far skill my cap. Favorite. Skill cap is the floor. I, I, yeah. I, 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 want, I want skill that ceilings. Kind of How about skill floors? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, for my final like genre, I I'd probably have to say just like arcade puzzle games. So things Tetris. like Tetris, Puyo Puyo, oh, yeah. uh, like Panel de Pan, Ten- Tetris Candy Attack. Crush. Very high skill ceiling again. Another very high skill ceiling game <laughs> that I've put way too many hours into. Master of T-spins. Yeah. Hey, but, I can uh, do T-spins now. Also, games I, like I can Puzzle do it by Bubble accident. And the such. Uh, I don't know. Something about those games. Uh, very satisfying to get better at. You can see your progression. And, mm-hmm. like, uh, that most of them have, like, really good, like, pvp systems that are that are fun uh the only problem with those kind of games is that it's hard to play with your friends because it's kind of like chess where like the better player is pretty much gonna win every time yeah unless you have uh puyo puyo tetris uh multiplayer where you can do 3v1 yeah Yeah. (laughs) and still lose every single time (laughs) yeah 
so for reference, uh, me, me, Isaac, and Nick, and some whoever else wants to play at that time, yeah. we'll do three versus one, where I'm the one in Puyo Puyo Tetris, and I win probably 80% of the time. No, probably more like 95% of the time. Okay, 95% It's a rare day when we pull a win off of you. Because you but, have to uh, win three. You have to win three out of five, and we can't do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I I was talking about just like rounds. Oh yeah yeah, probably eighty percent is more more likely there, but we can't keep it together though. Yeah. I played Battle Tetris with Nick once. That was terrible. Battle Tetris is oh man, I I, I really it has a special place in my heart. Wait, what, uh, I'm what? I'm so happy that you guys uh like at least stuck with it a little bit. Like I still play. I, like, I still play Tetrio. Yeah, like all I saw the you playing Tetrio earlier, and I saw that you were at B rank, and I was pogging. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, getting better. <laughs> when Tetris 99 came out, I remember that was such a huge thing. Because I was like, wait, this is actually the perfect thing made for me. Yeah, because like, you were also into <laughs> Battle Royales at the time, too. Uh, yeah, at the time I was super into Battle Royale games. Which I am not that much anymore. The The effect has worn off on me. I think they're fun still. It's a, getting to be that time. Anyone else have any... Uh... Last uh, thoughts to add. Something that's uh, a big part of my video game experience I didn't talk about is a CCGs or collectible card games like Hearthstone and Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links and Shadowverse. <laughs> I played pretty much every free CCG I could find in high school. Yeah. I there was like a, I was like a new one every two months for me. Yeah. <laughs> I remember and that. that's all I did. Because <laughs> I, I, I just. Saw- very fond memories of us playing Duelist. Yeah, du- Duelist was fun. I, I like that one. Uh, f- Duelist was like really unique because it had like w- amazing art, both like pixel art and like cool like hand drawn background art. Or I-, I I think it might have been like digital, but like yeah. yeah. And uh, it-, it was it was like a board game where it's it's like Hearthstone, but your character is on a board too with all the minions you summon, and you like move around. Like like chess or something, attacking people, and it, it was like really creative and fun. There was like a lot of good ones, a lot of mediocre, badish <laughs> ones. I I still fondly hate the Hearthstone. It's 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 the worst game ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's still fun. Have though. you played Battlegrounds? Battlegrounds is so much fun. Uh, yeah, I, I think Hearthstone Battlegrounds is the best thing that happened to that. Oh game. yeah, I've I've played Hearthstone. Hearthstone, Hearthstone it's so much better yeah. than the actual card game. Oh yeah, it's yeah. it's a lot better. I really like I still that, get kind of, uh, that kind of auto chess gameplay. Yeah. I get annoyed at it because it brings back bad memories. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Before we go, uh, everyone quickly say one game that uh, wait, you wish was this, more popular. This might be this might be a last thing. Yeah, but I, I would like to say something before our last thing. Okay, go ahead. Um, first of all, business of the podcast. I'd like to thank our sponsor, uh, Bandai Namco. Um, Bandai Namco, play their games. <laughs> or else, play the Binam- play the Bimani series. They're the best games of all time. Are, some of them are. Um, some of the new ones are not. <laughs> hey, the, how the dare v- you! <laughs> oh wait, no, I'm lying. The the new Bamadi VR game, definitely the best. Yeah, dude, game best to game ever I've played. <laughs> um, and uh, um, if you have any any business you wish to 
bring up to the podcast, you can email us at chadscord at gmail.com. That's C-H-A-D-S-C-O-R-D at gmail. Um, and no, final point no that I wanted to bring up, uh, you can tell that I'm at a point where I can't really be a gamer as much because my Steam recent activity is 3.8 hours in the last two weeks. Ooh, and that nice. includes spring break. <laughs> Okay, Dang, cool. I yeah. haven't I haven't even been playing that many like games on Steam. Like I've been playing non Steam games like Valorant and such, mm-hmm. and I still have forty three point four in the past <laughs> two weeks. Damn. Yeah, I spread out a lot of my time between like non video game stuff, like just doing re- like work and YouTube, mm-hmm. and then occasionally video games. Mm-hmm. Same know. here. Okay, cool. Uh, you were saying final business. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, final business. Before we go, everyone quickly say one game that you think should be more popular but isn't. I'll go first. Uh, Battle Right. Uh, that's oh, a that is really, such a good pick. <laughs> it's a very good uh, game that's like... I don't even know how to describe it. It's like MOBA combat, but it's like really short 2v2s in like a really small arena. And it's just like kind of fun skill-based 2v2 or 3v3 combat. And it just has really satisfying gameplay. I like it. I'll go next. Grand Theft Auto V. <laughs> <laughs> Counter-Strike yes. Global Offensive. <laughs> no, but in, in all seriousness, um, I think that um, specifically Forza Horizon 4 should be more popular. It has a cult fan base, but man, I just love it so much. It's just I really wish it was more popular, specifically in our our group too. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, if I've I gotten... ever get Game Pass, just buy the game. <laughs> you spent eighty dollars <laughs> on skins for Valorant, <laughs> but you won't spend sixty on a game I would play with you for hundreds of hours. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna get there. I'll get there. <laughs> uh, my game is gonna be either. Uh... Dirty Bomb or Diabotical. I think they're the the two maybe greatest FPS games ever made. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, this one's more of a series. It's it's like a, a game and its sequel, but uh, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor hmm. and its sequel Shadow of War. It's like a Lord of the Rings, uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it's like Assassin's Creed but Lord of the Rings. It's yeah. really fun. It is. Really it, fun. It, it's unfortunately not canon, but. It's still really, it's a good time. It is. Like, it is combat fun. is, like, next level. Yeah, they're fun. But, yeah. All right. So, I guess that wraps it up. See you guys yeah. next week. See ya. Mm-hmm. See you later. Bye.